0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say, yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be, yes, Lord, yes. Good afternoon, listeners. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. And we want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, to you, and to you. And we pray that someday, that on today, someone will tell the Lord yes. Certainly, we thank God for this another day to share with you, our listening audience, for it is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's faithfulness towards us, and certainly we thank God for keeping us from last week this time until this week this time, and certainly God has been faithful, and certainly he has stayed the hand of the enemy, and when the enemy came like a flood, God lifted a standard against him, and so we're grateful today to be in the land of the living, for I had fainted, unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Our call-in number in studio is 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800. And certainly you can call in at the appropriate time. In addition to being syndicated on blog talk radio we are also syndicated on apple itunes on spotify and on google play look for global gospel on those platforms as well we are also on social media we have a facebook page we have a twitter page we have a tumblr page we have an instagram page all you have to do is look for global gospel if you go to our facebook page Our Twitter page or our Tumblr page, there is a direct link to each and every episode. And certainly you can click on the link and go right to the episode anytime, a day or night, or, of course, uh, listen to us live each week. Well, for those of you that would like to write Global Gospel, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Certainly, we are looking to hear from you. If perhaps you have a ministry or you have a thought or concern that you want to share with us or share with the listening audience, feel free to contact us at any time. Certainly, we are looking to hear from you. We thank God for our sponsors today. Shout out to Abyssinia. Shout out to the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Lois Carter. Shout-out to Third Lounge and Melanated Beards, Ryan Wilson. Shout-out to MPT Enterprise, Marlon Townsend. Shout-out to Grandma Edda Squilton, Margie Bradley Townsend. Certainly, we thank God for you, you, and you. Shout-out to the Townsend family, the Stevenson family, the Norman family, the Bradley family, the Hartley family, the Hernandez family, the Furman family, the Locke family. The Bedell family, the Walker family, the McCoy family, the Jones family, the Washington family, the Allen family, the Davis family, the Thompson family, the Natalie family. Thank God for all of you wherever you are tuned in from. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Michigan, California, Canada, Mexico. Jamaica, West Indies, Colombia, Brazil, Uruguay, Sierra Leone, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Nigeria, the Republic of the Congo, Uganda, Kenya, Mozambique, South Africa, Italy, France, Portugal, Spain, the United Kingdom, Norway, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Germany, the Netherlands, Pakistan, the Philippines, Taiwan, South Korea, Japan, Australia. Thank God for you and you that are listening around the world. Please leave us a comment on our social media pages. Leave us a comment on Block Talk Radio. Certainly, we want to know that you are listening in. We want to know that certainly you are blessed by the global gospel experience. For those of you that have tuned in to Global Gospel for the first time, we want to share our theme scripture with you. Our theme scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And it goes on to read, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us, and so today we come with you, come to you with the message of Jesus Christ, we come to you with glad tidings. We want you to know that because of Christ, you can be healed, you can be delivered, you can be saved, and you can be set free. We want you to know that there is nothing too hard for God. Certainly, you can ask him the hard thing today. Certainly, God rules, and he super rules. He is, he was, and he is to come. And certainly, the gospel of Jesus Christ is that he was born of the Virgin Mary, that he lived, that he healed the sick, that uh, the, the dead were raised back to life. Uh, blinded eyes were opened, but certainly we know that he had to die and he had to go to Calvary and he shed his blood. But without the shedding of his blood, would be no, there would be no remission of sin. And so, because of his resurrection, because he got up, we got up also. And certainly we can go boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need. So, whatever your problem is today, you may have a financial problem. You may have a spiritual problem you may have an emotional problem you may have a housing need whatever your need is today christ can meet you at that need and certainly we want you to know that christ came in the world that we might have life and have it more abundantly and so we give god glory we give him honor we give him praise because certainly he is worthy to be praised, and certainly he can do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to his power that works within us. And certainly today we hope and pray that you receive the message of Jesus Christ, because certainly there is no other name given under heaven whereby men can and women can be saved. And so we thank God for you and for you and for you. And certainly we know that we are sharing. This is the month of March. And certainly we know that this is Women's History Month. We know that a few days ago, it was um, the celebration of International Women's Day. And certainly we are continuing to celebrate The uh, women in our life And certainly uh, we do Want you to stay tuned And uh, Listen in uh, To see What God has to say To us on this Saturday afternoon certainly we are going to Go to a break and I don't know about Anybody else listening today But I believe God Stay tuned
0: We're moving. Have a seat, everybody. Somebody say,
1: I still believe God. No matter what comes. God bless you, uh, listening audience. We are back, and once again, you're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and certainly we are uh, preparing to hear from our special guest this afternoon, having a little technical difficulty. (laughs) But nonetheless, we believe God as the song says. And certainly uh, we want you to stay tuned uh, because certainly uh, God does have something to say to us on today. And certainly we believe God no matter what the situation is, no matter what the problem, I believe God. Stay tuned. We're going to take another Break And certainly, uh, we pray that after that break, uh, we will be back with our special guests. All right. So, at this time, we are going to uh, go to a familiar song. And certainly, I think we all uh, know this one. Uh, The late, great uh, Pastor Timothy Wright. And The New York Fellowship Who's on The Lord's side That's a good question today Who's on the Lord's side Stay tuned
0: Come on put your hands together everybody
1: our special guest here in studio today live with us good afternoon and god bless you special guest
2: good afternoon mr lovat thank you so much
1: for inviting me thank you thank you thank you thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us as we pause and women's history month and perhaps our listeners didn't catch your voice tell our listening audience who you are Well,
2: uh, I'm Pastor Dolores Miller, and I pastor Evangel Revival Community Church, located in the city of Long Beach, in the heart, I would say, of Long Beach, New
1: York. Awesome, awesome. And we thank you, Overseer Dr. Dolores Miller, uh, for sharing with us from the city of Long Beach, New York. I think that's the city by the sea or something like that, right?
2: That's the city by the sea, the great city by the sea. (laughs) All right,
1: all right. And so um, we know that you've been in ministry just a few days. And so uh, tell us a little bit, and uh, this is Women's History Month, and so uh, not only have you been in ministry, but you're a woman in ministry, you're a female pastor, and certainly, and you were doing this uh, long before it was popular. And so, can you share a little bit of your journey with us and then we'll 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 talk a little in depth about it.
2: All right. Uh I'll try to be short, specific and through the occasion. <laughs> um again, um I was born in Georgia and uh I came to New York at the age of 17, and uh, I came to Long Beach, and I would go to church from time to time. And um, on my 18th birthday, I had been going to a church here in Long Beach, and I went to church. One Thursday night And uh, there was a pastor there Preaching in a revival And in this revival Spirit of God Really moved Because I didn't go to church Looking to see the Lord as my Savior I went to church To see the people's dance It was a Pentecostal church And uh, On that night The pastor Um, That was doing the revival He asked if there was anyone there That wanted to receive the Lord uh, As their Savior But the Lord was working so much with me Until at that time I couldn't really speak the way that I wanted to But I did let him know that I wanted to accept the Lord And so I did And when I did I would say that's when my journey for ministry uh, began because I had this hunger in me to just win souls to the kingdom of God. So I started out to serve. And believe me, I served uh, under Alonzo Holly, who was the pastor of a church here again in Long Beach, Soul Stirring Church of God in Christ. So I would go to church from time to time, but I could just know that God was working with me, through me, and I would hear him in my spirit so often leading me out to just witness. So that's what I did. I knocked on doors, going from place to place. Uh oh. My husband said to me one night, "Don't you realize what is happening to you?" And uh, I said no because I didn't know what to expect. You know, I just figured all I had to do was just do what I was doing. And so, different one would prophesy to me, and different one would talk to me and say, "God wants to use you further than being an evangelist," because. At that time, I had started to uh evangelize around in the area, and I started collecting children, and even adults would follow me if I would go somewhere, I'd always call those the people that would follow me and so uh I had the opportunity to, to go to Miracle Valley, and uh my husband before my going. We had met a lady that was from Trinidad and I had told her of this hunger that I had and I felt that God wanted to do more than just my evangelize there in Long Beach. So she said, Why don't you take my garage at behind my house and fix it up and you can start a work there? And of course, uh he didn't believe and women's pastors, and if he did, uh, I don't think I ever got a chance to really ask him, but he was always proud of me and what I was doing. But anyway, my husband went and fixed his garage up, and I started just taking children. children. And uh, they would come, and they would accept the Lord, and I taught them what I knew because I didn't have anybody to teach me about witnessing to the degree that it should have been. So they would do what I did, and that was we knocked on doors, we invited people to the church, we to the uh, garage, and we invited people to accept the Lord as their Savior. And they did, so much so that uh, I had to begin to ask God to give another building. But before I got to that, I had the opportunity to go to Miracle Valley. And in going to Miracle Valley, there was a pastor, and they was always running crusades. I was always watching them, and I enjoyed them so much. But I went there, and in my going there, I went there for a month just to fast and pray. But on one special night there, they called out different ones that they wanted to pray for and ordain because I had never been ordained, and I didn't even know the specifics with regards to being ordained. But anyway, he did ordain me, Reverend A.A. A. Allen. I'll never forget him. And I love Shambunk too, but this is what happened. And this was back in the 60s. And uh, I came back, still preaching and teaching and gathering people and praying about another building because it had got so filled with people that on Sundays we had to open the door and they would sit outside in the space where the cars were coming to the garage. <laughs> that was my background. But we prayed and um Eventually, God gave us the building that we're in right now, and that was back in 1977. And this is where I would say I really, really worked hard. Not only did I work hard, but I was faithful to my calling. I did things that people would tell me to do that would enhance the ministry as long as it didn't go against what the Bible said. I always stayed to the Bible because the Bible is our final resort. So I stayed geared to the Bible. And uh, I had people coming in, different colors, different culture, et cetera. But I found out that with all these people coming in, educating everything, that I had to do better myself. So. Uh, I started going to college, Bible college. So I went to Bessel Bible College and I went to United Christian College. And uh I got my degrees because before I had felt uncomfortable with them coming in and knowing so much more than me and it was words sometimes. They were speech that I didn't understand. So it was hard, it was difficult because I worked at night from eleven to seven. And on Sunday mornings, after working like that, I would come in and still have the services. And going to Bible College, I grew as we're supposed to. And finally, uh, I want to just back up a little bit, because okay. I had moved from Long Beach to being under Edna Sheffield, That was tied to A.A. A. Allen, so I was in her church. And uh, she had ordained me a second time because I guess that's what they do, but anyway, um she sent me out, and that's when I became stationary in Long Beach, not going over there on Sunday to the Bronx, and then coming back. She said, "No, there's too many people following you, so I want you to start something in long beach and I did, and in starting in Long Beach. Uh, I had her to come out, and then I was, uh, you know, ordained as a pastor. And I was glad about that because I always had a question for God. Why is it that men can preach and women can't preach? And I just didn't find scripture to fit that. Because when he says the word all, that means male or female. So I accepted the call of being the pastor. And I believe with all my heart, I put my head on a chopping block, that this is what God called me to be, a pastor. Meaning that I feed the sheep. I take care of them. I give, again, I tend, and I care for them, and I do. I love people. I, I always have had a love for peoples and doing for them and caring for them. Originally, I thought that I would be a nurse, and I had started school for that, but I left that to give my whole heart to what I'm doing now, and that is taking care of, The peoples of God I'm 83 years old And to me That's a wonderful age It hasn't uh, Detoured me From pastoring Meaning that I teach I preach uh, I encourage I build up I strengthen And the greatest thing of all I love them with all my heart I really do I love the people that God has given me, and uh, there have been times, you know, that it was difficult, and uh, most of the times with the young ones. And what I mean by that is that sometimes, you know, they want to go out before their time. Sometimes they just haven't learned to wait on God, Uh, and sometimes they make wrong decisions. But through it all, I love them and I let them know you have a gift and what your gift is, you wait on God until he bring it into, I would say, the fullness. But meanwhile, what you do, you practice and you work with all that is within you to bring it into perfection. And I believe that with all my heart that we have to be trained and taught and then do the work. So I'm hoping that my sharing will help somebody. One thing I will say if you are uh a minister and you have a calling and you know that it's definitely there, because you are a woman, don't let anybody Discourage you From fulfilling Your purpose God uses women As well as he do men And I say that because We have sat in the audience And we have learned From Our pastors Just as they sold into the man They sold into us Maybe they didn't send us out But God has timing and I preached when I first started from the floor in front of the audience. I was never allowed in the pulpit.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: don't you know that today there's a pulpit and there's a floor. And I can use either the floor or the pulpit to preach. And I will say this, allow, again, the Holy Spirit, to do what he wants to do with your concern. I hope that I've been a help to somebody. And again, I want to say to you, thank you so much for inviting me on the show. And if there's another question, if I didn't bring it out in that, if there are specific questions that you want to answer, just ask me and I'll do the best I can.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, that is uh, That is a marvelous testimony uh-huh. to... Uh, what god has done in your life by the leading of the holy spirit and um i i I just want to take it i will let our listeners know that if they want to uh further ask a question our number in studio is 619-924-0800 619-924-0800 but i just want to uh, back up a little bit you talked about miracle valley and aa allen and perhaps uh, there are many in this generation that don't know about that ministry or about the, the, the period of church history of the uh, crusades and healing and deliverance. And uh, can oh, you tell us, wow. can you tell us about that being a part of that movement when the church was really involved in healing and deliverance and how we've uh, somewhat moved away because every church may be a church but it may not be a deliverance ministry. And so can you tell us about that a little bit in your in your uh view.
2: Well, uh being that I went out to Miracle Valley and I always would follow his crusade. <laughs> wherever he was I tried to go, but being that this was a, a time for fast for fasting and prayer in Miracle Valley at that time, uh I decided to go, and I was out there, and I really saw miracles. Uh, But this was not where miracles started, where I was concerned, because uh, Pastor Ella Mae Dokes here in Long Beach, she was a woman of faith. I've never met another woman like her where prayer is concerned. And she taught us fasting and prayer. There are four people that had uh, an effect on my life, and that was Pastor Ella Mae Doak, and that was Pastor Edna Sheffield, and there was A.A. A. Allen, and there was Alonzo Holley because I started with Alonzo Holly. But the miracle started and the, uh, I would say, the great ministry of these young men's and women's were like in the 60s going into the 70s. And uh, I actually saw people get up off crutches and walk. I actually saw people that was blind and he laid his hands on their eyes and they could see. But I think the, the the most exciting thing for me was at that time that there was just miracles. They would lay hands on the sick, and the sick would recover. I mean, right there before your eyes. It was not a gimmick. It was for real. And I, I figured one time that I was going to test them out to see if it really was for real. So I got in the <laughs> line, and they laid hands on me. And do you know I was healed? I mean, I was healed. And others were teasing me later on. They said, no, that was just something else. That was. I said, no, it was the Spirit of God. I said, I felt it. And not only did I feel it, but I knew that I was healed. And I walked in that. I was healed. And then there was other times that they would call out just people in general, people that maybe couldn't hear. Maybe it had something to do with their hand. Maybe it had something to do with their back. (laughs) It's not uh, like it is today. Today, it's different.
0: Mm -hmm. Back
2: then, it seemed that everything was so vivid. Everything was so real. Everything was so exciting. And we had a good time. The services were always, the music was, oh, God, so good. And you couldn't go in that meeting and not come out the same. If you went in the meeting, you came out different. If you went in the meeting looking for something, believe me, you got something. And again, these men and women, they were for real. Pastor Ella May dokes. Those prayers that she had prayed, I taught it to the different ones that here in the church and believe me, those those prayers were – I was saying today in our ministerial meeting that we had been praying for something to take place where the jail was concerned. It looked like it just wasn't coming. And do you know this morning a young man got up and he told how that we were to be able to go back in the jail and have Sunday services. And that was a prayer we had prayed because everything was torn down with this epidemic of uh, COVID.
1: COVID. Mm -hmm.
2: But now God is moving, and, brother, we have that time again where on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock, we're going to have services in the jail again. So God is a prayer answer. So I thank God again for Pastor Ella May I do. I thank God for miracle values and miracles I saw. Miracle after miracle after miracle. It wasn't anything it seemed that a person asked for that they didn't receive. All you had to do was just have that desire to serve the Lord with all your heart and be real. And with Edna Sheffield, I learned to be stable, get in one place, And stay. it's just like going fishing. If you want to catch fish, go and sit on the creek all day long or sit on the boat all day long. And you might get a nibble, and that's encouragement. But if you stay there long enough, you're going to catch a fish. So that's what I learned from Pastor Sheffield. And I've learned something from the peoples of God. I've learned patience. Oh, have I learned patience. And I've learned to exercise and receive a greater measure of the fruits of the spirit. So I hope that I gave you what you were looking for.
1: Oh, yeah, certainly. uh, Certainly we have uh, truly uh, been blessed today. And uh, what we are going to do is we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and let you uh, share with us your uh, service times because perhaps somebody is unchurched and they need a place to be on tomorrow morning or throughout the week or certainly they want to partner with you or share in the ministry at the Evangel Revival Community Church there in Long Beach. So we're going to break and we'll be right back. All right. All
0: my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have Of the goodness of God I love your voice You have led me through the fire In darkest night You are closed like no other
1: Okay, we are back. Our number in studio, 619 Zero, zero, the goodness of God. CC and, and today we have been sharing with Overseer Dr. Dolores Miller And certainly she has been a blessing She's shared with us Her history and church history As well And so we thank God for uh, that again Dr. Miller Would you like to tell our listening audience About your service times?
2: Our uh, service times is uh, at 12 noon. We start really at 12 noon. And uh, the church is Evangel Revival Community Church, and I'm located at 569 National Boulevard in Long Beach. And, again, the service is at 12 noon. Uh, We're on Facebook, and we're on live. And, um, again, uh, we invite you, especially if you're in our area, to come out and be with us would be greatly appreciated. And, again, uh, Pastor Loma, I thank you so much. Our Bible study, if, you know, uh, people love, you know, Bible study because that's what you Get your knowledge. Uh so we have that on seven thirty PM on Fridays. Friday night at seven PM. And again our main service is twelve noon on Sundays.
1: Awesome, awesome. So listen, audience, we want you to uh share if you have time and your busy schedule. And uh Doctor Miller Uh, Started out by telling us she's 83 Years old and certainly That is a blessing and Certainly God's word is true That we will be fat and flourishing And old age and bring forth much Fruit and she just said at 83 That we're on Facebook and We're on live and certainly I believe that that is just a blessing To at that Age not that not that you're Old but to at That age to be able to uh, remain relevant with what is going Absolutely. on because so many people Absolutely. age out and certainly uh, w- what is your key to staying relevant?
0: <laughs>
2: uh, well, I will put it on this wise. Uh, in the morning I um, am a reader of the Bible and mm-hmm. I'm a prayer warrior but my that I, I want to be honest with the audience. It's not very good sometimes. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. I try and uh, follow what people advise me to do when it comes down to uh, age, I try to eat right. I do. But sometimes I cheat. So I'm being honest with <laughs> the audience because if they are three years old, they probably cheat too. <laughs> so so that's the way it is. But I tell you, you know, we we're talking about apple a day, keep the doctor away. So I guess that I could, I do love apple juice, but I, I won't put it on that wise. But I, I try. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I try okay. with all my heart.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. All right. So um, I just want to uh, before I I don't want to forget to say this, but I do uh, want to shout and you can uh, I'll get let you shout out some people. You told us uh, your inspiration, but you can shout out some people as well. I do want to say I, I, I certainly thank God for my uh, co-workers, Minister Moore and uh, Minister Miles, who uh, helped me make this connection. Now, this is not my first connection with Evangel, because when I was a little kid. I spent a lot of days Uh-oh. at Evangel with Mother Washington and so <laughs> and so I I've, I've been around quite a while and certainly you
0: um,
1: have. the uh the uh, uh we know that you are a pioneer of uh women in ministry and certainly I never knew I was probably much older before I knew people had a problem with with women in ministry because I was always oh, <laughs> I was always yeah. around them so, uh, mm-hmm. um, but this is one of the, one of the places that uh, I stopped uh, in, uh, in my youth in Long Beach and also in Hempstead. Pastor Holloway was in Hempstead uh, for a period of time when I was uh, very young, but certainly I thank God for uh, this full circle moment. And so uh, uses people to connect people. And so um, I just wanted to say that, but um who would you like to uh, give a shout-out to on today before we conclude this segment? Uh,
2: I would like to give a shout-out to the Brown Boys. Oh, they used to come. So I would love to give a shout-out to them and to our senior minister, Moore, and, of course, my grandson, Ronnie Miles, and... To my church and to the audience, which is very precious
1: thank you awesome, awesome all right so um uh, it looks like we are uh, coming down to the close of the hour and I did allow our audience to call and if they did so choose it six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero, but if I'm not going to uh let you give your concluding uh words for this uh episode and perhaps if the Lord said the same we will uh be able to uh share again uh what would you like to leave this audience with on today that you have perhaps not shared already my words
2: to leave to the audience today its go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, and also, coming from the book of Acts, that you go out and witness, work while it is day, for so when night cometh, no man can work. The harvest is ripe, so go, go, go. God bless you.
1: God bless you. Once again, listening to the audience, today our special guest has been overseer, Dr. Dolores Miller from the Evangel Revival Community Church, 569 National Boulevard in Long Beach. And certainly we thank God again for her sharing with us. We thank God for her commitment and dedication to ministry, uh, to uh, to the body of Christ, to those that are in prison, those that are unfortunate, and certainly uh, so. Keeping the message of Christ alive The message of holiness alive As well Uh, We want you to know that if you missed any Part of this uh, Episode on today you can listen Again on Apple iTunes On Spotify on Google Play Or here on Block Talk Radio Once again we are here every Saturday From 1pm to 2pm All our shows are archived Listen any time of day or night Dr. Miller can you Give us our concluding prayer for the day
2: Our father Our God Lord, We come to you Right now Thanking you Father For all things Because you said In all things To give thanks I pray God That you would bless The listeners And bless everyone And meet the needs Of your peoples Heal, deliver, Free In Jesus name
1: Amen Amen God bless you Closing selections God bless you. Bless you.
0: 11:37, Avon Avenue. Y'all call it praise and worship now, but can I do it just a little bit? Here we go. Put your time.